And welcome to the South Road, boys. It's almost summer, it feels like. Oh, it does feel like it for me. Because mm, I, at- was, I was burnt by the sun. Exactly. You are having a hot girl summer. I can hot tell. girl summer. Hot girl summer. <laughs> All those bitches can do whatever they want. I tell you what, though, in Tassie, yep. good old Tasmania, mm. the small southern destination of Australia, mm. it's not often that you'll get sunburned in November. That's Especially not- early November. I got burnt two weeks ago, like, but not, sorry, okay, I'm ginge, so mm. context. Yes. Um, it's I get more burnt in Tassie in weird parts of the year than what I ever did anywhere else, yeah, but you're not even in summer. I think it's because there's no ozone and there's no pollution. Is that what it is? That's what I reckon, right because on. obviously we don't have everything that the big city, Melbourne and, and Sydney, where all the cars and fumes and factories and blah, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. So there's, that's not dampering it. We've got a... Bloody big hole in the ozone, which seems to hover directly above Tasmania. So apparently that lets the sun rays come through. And it's just, that's what happens. That's what happens. Mm. Yeah. My there son even said to me, today I was, uh, no, yesterday I did a couple of hours out in the garden. And he goes, you're looking very ginge today, Dad. And I went, buddy, I've been ginge for a while. He goes, no, like you're really copper. <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently being out in copper. the sun brings out my copper tones. Yeah. Which is not a bad name for a uh, sort of a fifties revival band, the Copper really? Tones. Really, the Copper Tones. Yeah. Nice, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. but that no, was um, it was a nice weekend. You were camp, right. camp camping. I did first camp since April, so mm. very excited to get out and do that again. And you look like you had the setup. Yeah, I tell you what, though, there's, did you there's, have to fight someone for a it? Fucking story. Oh, like, did, there is. You didn't. Ghost camp, did you? No, I didn't ghost camp. No, because you can't, because you've got a swag. Yeah. So I turned up, I went to uh, Black River, mm. which um, for those who know Tassie, it's um, probably about 15 minutes drive from Stanley. Getting nuts in Stanley. Yeah, so it's all about the nut. Mm. So we're, we're near there. <laughs> Isn't it ever? <laughs> it's not about the bass. It's, it's all, all about, about the nut. nut. Yeah. So, it's um, nice doing a cover song from like a Megan Trainer. <laughs> it's all about the nut, about the nut. <laughs> no Speaking of, no, I just... Segway. Um, Unusual of us to go on a tangent. weird segue and tangent. Um, are you participating in uh, No Nut November? Why would I? <laughs> Not doing that? Okay. So I'm married Yep. and I have a hot wife. Right. And if she says you want to have sex, I'm supposed to say for a month, no thanks, love. I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't know why anyone would do it. What's the just, point? Just I don't know. It started online years ago. Just to be angry by the time December comes around? Yeah, pretty much. I think that's what it is. Just to get everyone really on edge. But it's spring, so there's stiff breezes everywhere. <laughs> I'd, I'd, it'd be like I was hoisting the mainsail. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, okay, maybe. It started a bunch um, amongst a bunch of you know random masturbators. Like, fine. That's- For those who don't know what it is, by the way, we probably should explain a little bit. Oh yeah, you go. So no nut November is essentially you don't um, ejaculate. Ejaculate is it? Yeah, I was trying to. Feel, I was trying to find the nice way of saying it mm. without being crude. Because we don't do that on this show. Mm, you're bringing up a topic called no nut November. It's <laughs> I think crude is in well, the review mirror, mate. <laughs> Been something to do with raising consciousness. Oh, the bloody consciousness. Raising um, yeah, Arizona. <laughs> oh my god! You've already started um, to, ra- to raising awareness yes. about people with allergies. Could have been that. 
Oh, nuts allergies. Yeah, so yeah, no nut November. No peanuts. So, no. so for the entire month, even though I love – I don't, but if I love nuts, I'm going to go without nuts. nuts for November just to raise awareness for those who can't have nuts. Could have been that. Do you – but don't you do no nut pretty much most months? As in, are we still on <laughs> the edible? Yeah, I, that's right. I'm not a nut fan. I love nuts. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. not really me. One of my favourite favorite of all time – Patisserie sweets, it would fall into that category, is a frion, which is made from almond meal. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love me you. a good frion. Wow. Mm. Blueberry. Delicious. Yeah, this is, um, this is so much so, riveting. I actually went and bought myself a frion-specific baking tray. Really? Yeah, fuck yeah. That's I'm, specific. I am invested. <laughs> <laughs> right I. Anyway, so why would no nut November? Why would people give me a reason why people would? I assume it's only because the raising it's awareness just of funny. what I don't think. Well, here we go. Is it prostate cancer? Or is it testicular cancer? Because one would imagine if if having a climax as a gentleman causes either of those cancers, that's not good. We should fix that. Right. So I've just had a look on. On Wiki, <laughs> who uh, is yes. the uh, the wonderful information base for everything truthful, mm. um, and it started um, was meant to be satirical when it first started. So there was no there was no actual reason for it. It was just a bit of silliness. Oh, John Farnham, give me a reason, I'm and uh, and then it's just kind of it's grown. From <laughs> it's <that>. grown. <laughs> Rub it enough, it'll grow anyway. And uh, and now it's just one of those kind of funny things, I guess. But no, not November. And so, so it's not to raise awareness or charity not for anything. No, nope. is it? There is no reason for it other than the fact that it started off as a bit of a gag, mm. um, and, and that's it. Like, just <laughs> I wonder how the good people at Movember feel about it. Well, trying to take some of their space, or no nut and Movember at the same time. So, you know, you've well, got to be I doing mean. something. <laughs> got to get something out of your body. Let's get some facial hair. <laughs> yeah, I just... Anyway. Do you reckon the good people at Pornhub are feeling the pinch? Oh. Might like, are they... Down their subscribe or their views for that month? One would imagine. You'd think so. Well, because I... There's I many would, people doing it. I wouldn't... Or not doing it. Well, I wouldn't imagine people just watch it for the plot. <laughs> like, I don't... I'm not sure people go, hmm, Pornhub, let me see well, Especially because what... Pornhub, most of the time... I've heard mm, from a mate is only like short videos, like it's a snippet version of a larger video. Okay, so in some cases it might be a case of you know if you really like this six minute snip down version, mm. um, you can find our entire forty two minute version. Forty two minutes at, at blah 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 website. Oh, it's a promo. It's a trailer. So it's a little bit like a trailer. Well, good yeah. good for that Except person being able to get to the end of six you, minutes. You do you do tend to find out. The main plot, I guess, so, yeah, the plot, in the trailer. The key points. Yes. Because <laughs> they're, they're obviously wanting all the good stuff in there. Now so from Michael there. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage is no nut Nathan. <laughs> John Claude Van, no nut. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Anyway, I guess, yeah. Anyway, Stanley. Near Stanley, Black River. Yeah. Camping. It's got, no, not November. It's got nothing to do with this. Mm. Um, so I've turned out. Hang on. No, seriously. Roadies, if you have the opportunity to not in November because someone says, how about it, 
fucking do that because I'm telling you, you're going to feel better for it. <laughs> it's not like at the end of November you're going to get a gold star because no one's watching no one and cares. monitoring. Yep. And you can just tell everyone you didn't. Yeah, And here's the thing. If you knock it back, you might never get it back again. That's one less route you're going to have. Yep. You never get it back. Ever. Ever. It's, it's like hotels, Because right? if someone, if that person then in December mm. says, oh, let's share, you're like, fantastic, that's the one I missed out on. It's not. You could have had two. Correct. You could have had both. You're never getting it back. It's like a hotel room. I guarantee you, you walk into most hotels on a whatever night and at 6 p.m. and you say, what's your rack rate? And they go, 200 bucks. You go, got a room for 100 bucks? They'll come to a deal and they'll give it to you maybe for 150 because once that night's transpired, yeah, you can't get it back. They can no longer rent that room out. They've lost it. Yep. So is it better to get the hundred and fifty bucks? All they have to do is basically cover the cost of cleaning, and True. maybe you might have something from the mini bar, which means they're going to make about three hundred bucks out of it. It's, anyway. it's like a flight, a plane yeah. flight. Um, if that plane takes off, all That's the seats it. that hasn't sold haven't sold. No, no, can't do anything about it. Look at that. Bad luck. South Road Boys logic. Yeah. So you haven't sold it. It's not sold. So <laughs> go into the airport. Yep. Yeah. And say to them. What's the price of a ticket for this plane that leaves in 20 minutes? People do, have done that. You can't oh, do really? It, you can't do it now. I knew people like, okay. so I couldn't imagine doing it, to be honest. No, no, no. I, well, I knew friends of mine when I was living in Melbourne. I'd maybe just moved there. And they would, a couple of guys from Tassie, would drive to the Devonport Airport and just simply go, you want to go to the footy for the weekend? Right. Why not? Can we get on a flight? What's your best price? Yep. And they'd make a deal because, once again, the extra 50 bucks for that flight was 50 bucks for that flight. Now, getting back may have been the problem. Yeah. But then you have to pay a rack rate and you may have to pay a premium because they get there and go, well, no, we're not putting you back on. But that was a risk they had to take. And they kind of knew people, so <laughs> it sort of worked out. But that was one of the things that they did. Yeah. Sneaky tips by the South Road Boys. <laughs> Speaking of no nat November, sneaky tips. <laughs> yeah, sneaky tips. <laughs> so I turned over Black River. Yes. Um, I left work a little bit early, so I got down there to try and beat the crowd. Because <laughs> the thing is, you, I know it gets busy. Eight. Actually, it gets super busy. <laughs> Twelve. And because I don't necessarily like to camp next to other people, because mm. I want to play my tunes a little bit and all that kind of stuff, so, and I don't want to annoy people while I'm doing that. Of course. Um, and a lot You're of the camping the areas. <laughs> nothing wrong with Tay-Tay. New Ab, Mount too. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Uh, a lot of the areas are big camping areas, so you might fit, say, five or six different campsites in one vicinity. Mm. That's not really my way of doing things. No, so. you want to spread out. Yeah, and also, like, I'm, I don't have kids, and that, there's a reason for that. Mm. They're all cunts. Mm. Oh, <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> it's not. I'll, after this, I'll tell you my Jake story right, from today. Don't. Um, But I don't – no, they're not. I'm only joking. Um, some of them are, though. Most of them are. <laughs> But I don't want to have kids like running around annoying the shit out of me. I'm going no. away to relax and just chill and, you know, whatever. So I try and find an area that's a little bit secluded or away from the main groups. Yep. Um, so that way I can do my thing and annoy anyone else and they won't annoy me either. To park the yeah. white van with free hugs written on the side. Exactly. <laughs> so turn up a little bit earlier to try and get those couple of spots. And right around the back end, there's a couple of really good spots if you get lucky. But- what, we, what are you calling early? What, two in the afternoon, three in the afternoon? No, as in I knocked off at three o'clock. So, so I you were getting, there by five? I got there about 4.30. Yeah. So oh, okay. I, I pretty much packed up most of my stuff the night before. Oh, so you came home, shit shower, shave, bang, you're out. Pretty much, yeah. Like grabbed the bag of stuff and put it in the car where everything else is already done. Yep. What kind of so, forever? So I'd actually stacked 
like you have a wood in the roof racks already and strapped all that down the night before. Oh, shit, so, take BYO firewood. Yeah. No fucking around. Wow. Yeah. You are organised. I am organised. I would impressive. never have thought to take firewood. Oh, fuck yeah. It's the best part about it. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in front <laughs> of a campfire. The, that's, oh, sorry. I thought taking the firewood was the best part <laughs> of it. <laughs> so I turn up. Yep. Um, and I drive through. Get There's a drive through. Matthews, get around the back, Ish. and the gates close for the back end of the um of the camping area. Mother, and I've gone no spaniel. And there's a note there saying that due to um wet weather and flooding, not flooding, but um saturation of ground, whatever the wording was, yes, um that's closed off at this, this stage. Obviously, so people don't damage it. You know, we get bogged or mm, we don't and, want to be telling people out. Yeah, and also cause damage that's going to again then wreck those areas for probably the rest of the season. Of course. So I'm going fuck. <laughs> so I'm going to have to get. I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to have to rethink my whole thing and see what's actually back in the opening part when you first come in mm, with the grade unwashed. Yeah. So I'm driving past. There's a couple of areas that are a bit in the big areas open and stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do that. But and you see also, four kids bikes in the back of the toilet. And you've also got to find an go. area that's got a fire pot too. That's the thing. So you can't just light a fire on the ground. You've got to use their fire pots. Can you BYO fire pot? Uh, you probably could, but I hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. So I had to make sure I had that as well. So there's a couple of spots that didn't have fire pots. And I'm thinking, oh, that what? ruins it. That's what I love about the camp. But what is a fire pot, though? Is it just a bottom of a 44-gallon drum? Uh, a little bit like that. It's actually like a, a big half mud flap off or mud guard off a bloody like huge big truck or something. Right, okay. Like it's a huge big metal Half enclosure. Sure. Yeah. So basically, it just means it'll throw the heat out at you. Um, and also, you're not you know, burning anywhere else. It's nice and enclosed. And yeah. It's controlled. to catch a bushfire. Yeah. So I'm driving around, driving around. I'm looking at thinking, oh, this is all fucked. And I'm thinking, oh, this is not good. I'm not, not enjoying this process. I want to be able to get in, <laughs> settle in. Like I, sh- I should have already been unpacking my stuff by now. I'm thinking, this I is great. Only- Fuck. joyously imagined your level oh. of frustration. Because I was in such a good zone. And you would have been looking around like you were fucking like a cocker spaniel. <laughs> twirl, that's twirl, that's twirl. pretty much what it is. So like, fuck, where are we going to go? Anyway, I've driven past this spot. I've looked at it and thought, actually, that would probably be right. But I'll just check up here first. Mm. Got up there. No, that was all pretty much taken. I've got to come around the other way. And as I've turned around and come back. Someone else is in your I've spot. Someone's coming towards me. And I see them slowing down at this area. So I'm thinking- I hope that you have the same thought process that I do and you're going to check further and then I'll duck into that one. Yeah, so <laughs> well, it's like a case of I need to get in there first. Yes. So Because I can see him slowing down. So you so, so I'll fucking put the foot down. No, I didn't put the foot down. I've sped up a little bit yeah, yeah. just to get there. I'm thinking, okay, and suddenly I've gone bang and I've gone, fuck, in my excitement, I've actually gone past the entrance to that little spot. Fuck. And then they've turned in behind me and gone in there. Son of a gun. So I've turned around and gone back in there behind them. Mm. <laughs> Thinking, I'll oh, wait and see what they're doing. They might have just been having a look. Yeah. But no, they've pulled up. They've got out of the car. And they said, oh, did you already um, go and pay for this space? I said, no. Yes. I said, I was, <laughs> no, well, I couldn't because you, you would have had the ticket. that oh. actually said you've gone and paid for that time. And you also write down where you're at. Because uh, it's all set up in numbers. Right. Okay, bays. Um, so what's that? Like a bay. Yeah, pretty much. Bay 13, yeah. standing room only. Exactly right. Yep. Yeah. So... And I said, I'm like, so now, I said, look, you were here first. It's fine. Um, which they were. They drove in there for me. I said, all good. So I've driven up a little bit further. There was one with a fire pot. There was a, a guy with a caravan and a dog and stuff next to it. It looked like a bit of an older guy. And I thought, not my perfect scenario, mm. but it'll do. That'll do, pig. It'll do. So I've kind of jumped in there and started setting up. And 
And um, I met this guy. It was an old guy. He was, um, what was he? I think he was 82 or something. His oh, name was Harry. Harry. He had a dog named Charlie. Harry and Charlie. And Harry was actually a, a really, really nice guy. He was ni- nice to chat to. And I actually said to him, and I'll say this to most people when I'm camping nearby someone else. I say, look, I play a little bit of music and stuff while I'm here, but if it ends up, if you're hearing it's a little bit loud, um, let just me let me know and I'll turn it down. I so said, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. And he just said, oh, I'll turn me here enough. I'm eight off anyway. Perfect. So I won't even hear anything. I've Perfect. gone, you're the best fucking neighbour ever, ever, Harry. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking grouse. And you'll look after my shit when I go for a yeah, swim. And Harry was great. Excellent. He was great. Swag buddy? Uh, not a swag buddy. Okay. But he's, his dog also, Charlie, come and said hello a few times. Perfect. That was all right. So it was actually a really good spot. So mm. I set all my gear up there and had the fire and had the music and drinking a few beers and cooking on the Weber. And and then uh, and then the next day I went for a walk to the toilet because you got to use the long drops there, which is not, not the most fun thing. So it's great when you come home and have a shower after three days away, got to mm. say. Um, so I walked past where this other crew kind of stole my area. Yeah. Fuckers didn't even stay there after I left. They weren't even there. Motherfuckers. Couldn't fucking believe it. But you're already entrenched Bastards. in Harryland. I'd already, I'd already, yeah, set up my gear. Yeah, you're not going to move that because if you have to pack all the shit up again, it's it's like moving house. It doesn't oh, matter whether you're moving yeah. to the next suburb or two houses up. Same Still amount of work. You couldn't just drag it. <laughs> no, couldn't drag it. So, but it ended up being a really good spot. Mm. It was really, really good, and it was a good time away. Did think about it though, seeing it a bit from an advertising point of view for South Carolina. Mm. Um, when I had to go and do the old the long drop, which is kind of hard on the long drop because they're well they're they're pretty good to be honest. As a long drop goes, like they smell chemically, okay. but it's actually like it's a proper sit on toilet. Mm. Um, but you can smell the chemicals like you, and you don't look in the hole. You don't do that. You don't, <laughs> you don't look. You don't look down there. You don't see the poo monster. <laughs> Just the poo like, monster. Well, yeah. <laughs> It wouldn't be good. No. If you got this little I mean, imagine that you look down and you see eyes looking back up at you. You don't even Feed want to, me. You don't even want to instigate the possibility of that being a possible thing in reality. Yeah. You don't want to even think about because once you start thinking about the poo monster, it might make the poo monster real. And your sphincter tightens up so mm. hard you're not going to be able to yeah. empty it. But here's the thing, there's there's a knack that I have a little bit. So what I'll do when I go <laughs> What I do is when I go to the uh, the long drop toilet, um, which I try not to go very often. So, are they raised, or is it literally just a hole in the ground? The no, no, it's actually it's it's actually like a cubicle. Like mm. you've just got a single toilet. It's all boarded in, like a little portaloo size. Yeah, and you actually sit on an actual toilet seat, and mm. like it's pretty professional, to be honest, as far as sure. that goes. But it's it is still a long drop. It's mm. just it drops into a big hole. And then that gets pumped out by the truck every couple of days or something. But there's chemicals in there making oh, so okay. you know like dissolves this shit and you know the poo monster doesn't luxury live. Luxury in comparison to falls. Oh yes, very much so. Mm. Yeah. So, but I'm sitting there and there's a, there's a process. So I'll try and wipe the seat real quick first. Oh yeah, quick disinfection. So do that quickly while trying not to look inside to see if the poo monster's there. So looking at the seat, but not for the poo monster. Exactly. Looking yeah. for the seat, but not the eyes. That's exactly right. Um, and then though you got the six ways, like when you when you're sitting on a toilet as a guy, yes. Um, like the old fella, it does tend to normally come, kind of sit on the lid, of, on not on the lid, <laughs> against, <laughs> against the lid. You know, like you know, sure, like you tuck down. Okay, but a lot of the time it'll, it'll just kind of sit. It'll it'll sit nicely under the lid if you're at half mast. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you need to go. You need to be cold when you go for a poo. 
So everything is as small as possible yeah, exactly. so you don't get tip I mean, touch. Yeah, and that's the thing because <laughs> the what tip. you've got the scenario there is the tip touch. Because if you actually do the wipe, sometimes you'll actually see the like the gr- the the grime and the on off the underneath part of the seat. Oh. And and that doesn't excite me, I've got to say. Because <laughs> I'm thinking you know, my penis is going to be like touching that region. Sure. So what I'll actually do I'll is some I'll, of your I'll, exes, though. I'll, I'll clean <laughs> it won't be the worst thing your penis has touched. <laughs> <laughs> All my exes are lovely people. Lovely people. Big um, shout out to Gary. Especially those ones that know my address. Um, <laughs> but what I do is say, you wipe the seat quick, mm. and then I normally get, say, about four sheets of toilet paper, I fold them up, yes. and sit it at the front. So when you sit down, it sits against the paper that's wrapped over the edge of the toilet seat. Oh, you, so you're like a, a fancy restaurant where the waiter has a. Exactly. A, a thing over the sleeve. Yeah. So that you could just – so it drapes over the front of the toilet seat and then the inside of the toilet seat. Yep. So little Troy touches the toilet paper. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Beer in a bottle. Yeah. So but- what you really need is one of those toilet seats that doesn't have – that has that front section cut out. Mm. Maybe that's the reason. I never understood why toilet seats would have that. Maybe that's what it is for the more well-endowed that's gentleman. Actually, that's actually a very good point. Because hmm. I've never, never thought about it either. No, well, there you go. I mean, solving, they always, they always solving annoy me. world problems. They always annoy me because when I sit on those ones, I always find myself weed all over the floor because <laughs> I forget to tuck it down. <laughs> and you're pissing on the back of your shorts. But <laughs> well, whilst I'm sitting on the long drop mm. and I've got my penis nicely nuzzled into your little <laughs> bit of paper. Why don't you just Why don't you just sort of wrap it in a profile? Why don't you put a condom on? But if you're doing a wee, because when you have a poo, you have a wee. Yeah, but you could go wee in the condom. You could wee first or wee later. Yeah, but you normally wee during. Oh no, I wee then poo. I don't wee and poo at the same no, time. No, 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 but no. <laughs> so I could, but I normally, could. The, but one of them normally can instigate the other a little bit. Like okay. you can have a poo and then something's oh, I need That's to have another little wee. <laughs> okay, so yeah. that can happen. Fair enough. And I mean, then you got to clean yourself up. You got to stand up. You got to wee. Then you got to maybe sit down again, mm. and then maybe have round round. Two. Two of poo. Two. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm on the seat. Mm. That's clean. The penis is nuzzled against a bit of paper at the front. Mm. He's happy. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sitting there. Yes. I thought a lot of people when they're at camping, mm. they'll be listening to the radio or music or whatever else. And blah, sure. Blah. And I thought there's probably a lot of people that listen to podcasts when they're driving, mm-hmm. you know, like tourists or the rest of it, or whilst they're there. Mm-hmm. I thought what we should do Here is go. go around all the long drops when I go camping and put an A4 sheet of paper on the back of the door that says, if you want to listen to something funny with a bit of toilet humour, fucking genius. South Road Boys on Spotify or iTunes. Or just simply have a QR code. We could do that too. It's got nothing else, no other context. Oh, just a QR code. Oh, but that's oh, so, <laughs> nice than that. You, you, you sit down in a toilet, and the temptation. and you look up, and there's just a QR code in front of you, and you you go, I know that if I scan that, I'm going to be taken somewhere. And it's and we've gone past the point now where people go, oh, I got to scan the sum in the toilet. Yeah, for COVID. I'm not checking in. Not checking into the toilet. No, it's like oh, well, you, you could just don't- have for real toilet humor, and then just have the QR code. So people go, oh, this is a joke. This is a gag. Hey. And they might think, oh, look, I'll scan this and I'll get Rick rolled. Yeah, that's a, the catch, isn't but it? But maybe I won't. 
Maybe I won't. And then all of a sudden, opens up Spotify. Bang. There you go. So if you are camping anywhere in this big brown land we call Australia <laughs> and you see a QR code saying, for real, toilet humour, yeah. trademark, South Road Boys, and you see the QR code. Scan it. Scan it. Get your camera out. You can do it. Yeah. So I just, I thought it was a grouse idea. A grouse idea. You <laughs> did. From the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. The poo monster fear is real. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. It's that and drop bears. Yeah. So, look, it was a really good long weekend. Mm. It was nice three days of sun. But I did have um, I had a bit of a, uh, yeah, a nature issue. Wobblies? A what? Wobblies? Wobblies. Oh, no. There were some of those around. That mm. was good. Hang around. Say good day. Sure. It wasn't a lot of them, though, but there was also a dog nearby, too, and I think that might have maybe kept a few away. Um, but I was there on the... Saturday, mm. sitting on my chair, just um, I was reading the book, the book I was reading at the time, and then I said, I could hear this little kind of um, tap, 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 mm. tap, tap, tap. Like, what the fuck is that? And I've looked over, and through the passenger side door of my car, through the window, mm-hmm. I've looked over to the driver's side, mm. and he's a bird, actually on the other side of the glass. Mm. Tapping on my window to my car. Trying to get in the driver's side window. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Bert? So I walked around and kind of waved it away. Oi, piss off. Yeah. So, But I'm thinking that birds are a bit weird like that sometimes. They are. They don't get the glass concept. <laughs> um, glass they, is um, beyond them. And they're like, you know, we, we should be able to get through here. This, this is, is a confusing. flight path. Yeah, well, what the fuck? How can I migrate south yeah. if this is in my flight Can't path? So that was fine. Go around. About half an hour later. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. Russell, Russell, tap, tap. Look. Fucking Jesus, dude. He's sitting on the mirror, tapping on the window. I'm like, fuck, right. What show him was up again. in the car? This what I, I couldn't work out anything that was Jesus? in the car. <laughs> um, there was a green Woolies bag in there, you mm-hmm. know, like the material bags. A material bag bag. <laughs> so there was that. Mm. That was a bright colour maybe. Yes. But fuck me, for two days, Saturday and Sunday. Tap, tap, tap a Tap, tap. And even a few times this morning on oh, the Monday. shit. Did you even take the extra day for the I'm like, weekend? what the fuck? So now there was Berg shit all on the mirror there because you come land on the mirror oh. and shit on it. Could have used the long drop. It's only up the fucking road. <laughs> it was full. Line busy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just, like, what the fuck, Bird? I mean, surely you would think after the amount of times I've come around and said, Bird, fuck off. Piss off. And it flies away. You would think eventually the bird's going to go, you know what, if I go back there again. He's going to be at me. It's not going to be a happy moment. I'm going to have to move again. Again. So it got to a point even on the Sunday. So the second day, mm. where every now and then I'd see him there again. I actually seen him go up into a tree, and the tree was only just near the car. Mm. So I'm thinking, okay, you're just waiting for your next one. So I got a rock and threw it at the fucking tree. Oh. Thinking, I just want you to know that you're not welcome here. And I fucking, I'm watching you. Yeah, like I've seen where you're going. I see that you're still looking back at that spot. Mm. I'm going to throw it. Th- and it was a big-ass rock. It was the size of my hand. Did you put it through your car window? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other option I had was I could have opened the window. Then you would have got in the car. But then if you got in the car, what goes on then? Oh, he, could, he, might have, he may not be doing No Nut November. <laughs> it would have been all over the dash. But maybe what you need to do, and this is probably a little bit too much forward planning, Involved, maybe get some sort of, you know how power lines have those uh, spinny, yes, 
reflector strips. Yep, so it stops the birds going into them. Maybe you just need something from the roof rack to your windscreen to your rear view mirror on either side, and that'll just spin around. Spin around, and it'll be enough to annoy them. Maybe. <laughs> or you need to put little spikes on top of your rear view mirror, like they. <laughs> wow. Well, that's that's what they do on buildings yeah, no, that's and statues, extreme, though, isn't it? Well, it just is. <laughs> I didn't say it was easy, but you know. You know, I'm just going to get some, like, some gum, mm. some blue tag, and put razor blades on top of my mirror. It's perfect. <laughs> like, it's fantastic till you go to move your mirror. Yeah. <laughs> if you get, lose a finger. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of toilet mm. behavior, my son, my son, my beautiful son. Oh, I do love that boy so much. We decided today was another glorious day here in the subtropical island paradise that is Tasmania. It was indeed. Uh, we went and visited some friends, and then my chidlins went. We should go to the beach. I'm like, why not? So we packed the wetsuits because it still is a little bit fresh. Mm-hmm. Even though it's warmer, yep. it can still be. I did take the bathers with me. Yeah. Bass Strait still is not yep. notoriously warm at any point in time. Um, so we packed the wetsuits. And so the kids put their wetsuits on. They went down. We went to Johnson's Beach in Penguin. A nice little secluded beach there. Not a lot of tidal movement and stuff like that. Yep. Not, not a lot of rips and stuff like that. They're out there. Now, I believe my son did something that I don't think any person in the history of time ever has done. Okay. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. Right. So there you are. You're in your wetsuit. Full. It's a shorty arm, shorty leg, but it's a full zip-up affair, and you've gone into the ocean. Yep. Right in the middle of Bass Strait. Well, not in the middle of Bass Strait because he's not that good a swimmer. But you're in yep. Bass Strait. He's, and he's punched a dolphin in the nose. No. No, I've seen that done. He's, <laughs> it's a knockout. He's actually... Um, Need to do a wee. He's fisted a dolphin's <laughs> blow <Blow-hole. Blow-hole. laughs> no? no? I've seen right. that before. Be well. All right, cool. This website's dedicated to it. Uh, Need to do a wee. Right. Now, most people... This is a new... No. Well, when you go in the ocean... It's not uncommon that you do need a bit of a wee. It does happen. It does happen. Now, most people have a quick look around and go, it's safe, and you just have a wee. That's what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to break it to you, I have pissed in the ocean. So have I. And here's the thing, though. Yep. When you do it, yes. do you find that you can't just stand naturally? <laughs> like when you do an ocean wee. You have to – you're a statue. Like, like you feel as though, yeah, like you can't just kind of – you don't just kind of walk around, like paddle around like you normally would. You've got to concentrate. <laughs> you, you, you've got to concentrate. So, so I wonder if like, you can actually pick people out sometimes in the water. Oh, you get all the still people, <laughs> yeah. they're having a wee. Or the walking backwards. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit like how you can't walk through a security scanner at the airport mm. normally. Can't you? No, because normally in most cases you, you like, you'll up. slow down <laughs> yes. or you'll take a bit of an extra long step or mm. a, or you'll do something. You'll do something. <laughs> you don't just stroll through as though you just I choose to browse in a shop window. <laughs> <laughs> but the same thing, walking through a security checkpoint, mm. checkpoint and also having a wee in the ocean, you can't do naturally. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. And so I'm like, what the fuck's this boy doing? Like, he's a normal kid for the most part. So there he is, belly button deep. Yep. In the ocean. Yep. And I see him reach behind him, undo his wetsuit. Right. Takes his both arms out and pulls his wetsuit down. And then I see both his hands go to where his penis should be under the waterline. And you see him, I can only assume, doing a wee because he did not want to wee in his wetsuit. 
But isn't that something that look? I've never actually worn a wetsuit. I'm a wetsuit virgin. Really, I am. Most people who wear wetsuits wear them because well, it holds the, the warmth and keeps them warm. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yes, yeah, I assume that was the case. Um, now my wife was like, "Well, at least that's going to mean that the wetsuit's going to be easier to clean." I'm like, "He's not doing a shit. Like it's it's we." True. Did he put a bit of paper towel in front of it before he did it? <laughs> so it didn't touch the <laughs> fish? <laughs> no, and. And you can see he was this big grin on his face, and his sister is shrieking, going, "I shake, <laughs> just wear the water like everyone else does." <laughs> and, and so then he kind of steps back and puts his wetsuit back on, and off he goes. And for any of those people also that are like, "Oh, it's just so gross that people do that." Fish do it. Fish do it. There's there's corpses mm. in the water you're swimming in. There's semen in the water. Yeah, you're you're putting this in your mouth. Mm. Corpses, dead, dead things, semen, the dilution, urine. The dilution rate of a 10-year-old boy's wee in Bass Strait, you're not even going to be able to find trace elements of it. <laughs> no, I think you're better right. And considering we are on the northwest coast of Tasmania, there's probably still toxic things from the pulp and dioxide that is still- <laughs> From 30 pres- years ago. From 30 years ago that are still present in the water that will probably kill you a lot faster than my son's wee. Um, I just couldn't believe that he decided he didn't want, fair effort. didn't want to wear the wetsuit. And it's not easy to get out of a wet wetsuit, if I'm honest, mm. and certainly not easy to put it back on. Yeah. So there was a lot of investment, but just to see him. Did he really just not think about it that well then? No, bare chest. He didn't want to wear his wetsuit. That was it. <laughs> Bless him. Bless him. <sighs> Look, I'm certain I could be wrong, but I'm certain someone else has done that over time. I don't reckon it's the first time ever. Mm. Could be wrong. Could be. Um, now, question for you, Mr. Barnes. Yes. I love having answers to your questions, even if they're incorrect. Okay. There is a man who uh, is in a documentary and- There is a man in a documentary. documentary. Now, you've applied for jobs before. <laughs> have yeah, you not ever- for a while, but yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been unsuccessful in your job application? Like, you've applied for a job- and they've gone, thank you, but we've gone a different direction. Yes. Okay. Happens to us all. Mm. Most of the time, you probably don't know why, or they'll say someone else had more skills, more aligned with what we're after. Yep. In this documentary, a British man um, says that the reason why he didn't get a job was because of his enormously large penis. It's so funny how these stories are all linking together in this episode <laughs> through no plan of our own. So this guy- He didn't get the job because he was well endowed. Is that correct. what we're saying? Now, without giving anything away, uh, this man's penis allegedly, according to the documentary, measures, wait for it, 24 centimetres. Okay. That's- for me, fucking massive. <laughs> Which probably lets you know that, you know, I'm not overly gifted, but that's a very large schlong. He's um he's got the problem. And he's, and he's white. He's he's got the problem though, when he goes to the long drop, like he the tip of his oh. penis could actually be on the poo monster. <laughs> it could be. It probably is where the poo monster starts. It probably is the poo monster. It probably is. So Joel uh, it's a 22-year-old Joe claimed he had his 24-centimetre penis, cost him a new what, job. What was the job? Well, they didn't say, but apparently they thought someone passed comment that they thought he had an erection during oh. the interview. 
because you're trying to wrangle this python some way. And if you're a 22-year-old, you're probably wearing a boy a skinny boy jeans or skinny boy pants. So it looks like you're trying to smuggle a small native animal in there. And, and yeah, so apparently that's a curse. It's a curse, the curse of the massive cock. Here's the thing, though, too. I mean, let's be honest. If it's going to be that big, I mean, you're not really – that's going to be really hard for sexy time. Because it's going to be pretty difficult, I would assume, yes. to keep that monster without passing at, out at attention, yeah, for a long period without of time without passing out. Mm. And allegedly, um, okay, Joe, who's chose to withhold his surname, says his large penis has gotten in the way of his leading a normal life. The scaling is off, quite off. It's thicker than my forearm. <laughs> it's about eighteen centimeters around. Yeah, no, that's not natural. That's just... He's not getting sex very often. He has to wear a special pouch in his underwear to fit everything in and stop <laughs> things falling about. It'd be like those... Tardis underwear. Tardis, exactly. <laughs> it'd be like those women who are naturally gifted with you know, E-cup bras. Like, they're just constantly fighting them all the time. <laughs> and you need some sort of special rigging to be able to just simply be able to do life. Yep. He is at the point where he is contemplating a reduction surgery. Wow. It's causing him that much grief. Could you imagine having a cock so big? (laughs) You need to lose some. You go, no, no, I'd like a little bit less more cock, thanks. (laughs) Less more cock. Well, I've got more. I need less more (laughs) cock. I just can't say – I just – can't ever imagine ever walking up to a doctor saying, no, I'd like less cock, thanks. Imagine the conversation or so that you'd have to have with potential partners. Yes. Like, you go for a date. Like, you, you hook up on Tinder. You match oh, up. Oh, shit. And then you um you go out for dinner. And things are going along nicely. Yeah. Having a great night. You know, it's a, there's a lot, of, the same a lot music. of banter back and forth. Yep, same music. I'm like the same bands. Movies. You, you, you both just read the same book that week. I'm saying how amazing it was. And you get in, and you get out the front, and then you know there's that moment, and you go in for the kiss, and there's sparks, it's fireworks, Electric. like everything, it's amazing. But then you've nearly got to have that conversation before getting to the next point of, look, I just got to let you know mm. that I'm, I'm very attracted to you. It's been such a great night, yep. And I'd, I'd love for this to go further, um, but I do have an incredibly large penis. <laughs> And and it's going to make sex difficult. Like we're going to, there's going to be a bit of a process. You're going to need to work at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're going to have to warm shit up. Mm. Um, and I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you. Like you're going to have to warm stuff. There's going to be lots of lube. Oh, like, like lube is forty-four gallon drum. Um, and and it's it's, it's just uh, you know, foreplay is going to be a, probably a lot more fun mm. than what the actual act's going to be. Yep. And but I promise, there's blue pills I, involved. I'll, I'll be gentle. As best I can. Best I can. Just a tip. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> which will be enough. Yes, yeah, so you might, you might need a safe word. Maybe yeah. two. Yeah, pick another one. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't make a sentence. And she goes, exactly. What are we talking? Have you seen a can of Guinness? <laughs> <laughs> yes, about half is what that is. Double the size of a can of Guinness. Oh, my giddy yard. Make it a bit whiter. Make it much fatter. <laughs> Pretty much a 1.25 Coke is oh. what you're looking at. It'd be fucking close. Mm. 
I mean, so, but it would actually, on a serious note, though, jokes aside, mm. it would actually make life difficult. It would because sex would be very, very hard. No pun intended there at all. Oh, I think it would be quite easy to know not November. Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. And it's making it so he can't get a job as well, though. Well, because apparently the conversation went uh, along the lines of the response I got was, you're not going to get the job. We thought you were a good candidate, but there was a bit of inappropriate behaviour happening, he said on the program. They thought I had an erection through the whole interview, and they were very much like, your attitude was right, Joe, but uh, we can see you, Dick. <laughs> Poor bastard. Poor bastard. And he's only – here's the thing, though – they say that you should manscape because it makes things appear larger yep. in comparison. You know, objects in the rearview mirror and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> if meatloaf taught us nothing. Uh, he is like me in my early teenage years. He looks like a meth addict. He is, <laughs> oh, really? He is a life man. I reckon, oh. I reckon if he's 60 kilos dripping wet, half of that's cock. Like, he is a skinny motherfucker wow. with just, like, a baby's arm holding an apple. Wow. So so he looks like a, a meth addict from a trailer park. Yep. And has a cock down to his knee. Correct. And he spends $358 on a pair of special undies to be able Jesus. to- To be able to basically harness the beast from below. Motherfucker. Oh. Well, that's why they call him No Go Joe. No Go Joe. But apparently, the thing that he hates the most is being objectified by women. Oh, look, I they hate just that. want to see his massive cock. Yep. I'm like, I just, just look at it. Like if I could just find someone, just look at it. Look, look at it. <laughs> just a little bit. Open your eyes. <laughs> Squeeze if you have to. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so that tickled my fancy. Well, not my fancy. It tickled my tonsils, really, if you were going to have that. Well, <laughs> I'm curious what you're I'm curious? Googling to find that information, oh, that story. Shit happens, man. I mean, we're just talking about, let's, let's Google enormous cocks. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> Don't you? Don't you ever just get there and go, enormous cocks? No, not regularly. No. No. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, I'm certain there's a, a subgenre on Pornhub for it, though. Oh, I guarantee certain it. Certain there is. Well, He's probably on there. Maybe that's a career opportunity a, his for outlet. Him. Well, work for John Holmes. Yeah, but maybe he's maybe he's quite conservative. Maybe, maybe. he's like, you know what? I want to be in a happy, monogamous relationship with yep. a boy or girl. It sounds like he's 2. straight. 2.3 kids. It sounds like he's straight, so mm. it would be girls. Yep. Um, I just want to have a loving relationship, a healthy sex life, yep. and that's it. want to just have a dog. Yeah. Normal job. Perfect. Yeah. Monday to Friday, nine to five. Have a barbecue with the neighbours on the weekend. Have a few beers watching the footy. Perfect. Instead, Compare cock sizes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, he has to go into porn and just be objectified over and over again. Yeah, bastard. The struggle is real. Life is tough. The struggle is real. It is for him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, what else is going on, man? Well, there was a couple of things that happened recently. I mm. This will be a little bit more old news when this comes out, because it'll be a week from today that we record this. Yeah, true. But did you see some lions got out at Taronga Zoo? Five of them, in fact. <laughs> they did. 
What the fuck? Imagine going to work. Cobra. <laughs> go to work and you go along and it's like, oh, where's lions? And you look around and you can't find them. Then you go, fuck. I'm Bumbaway. How am I going to explain this? <laughs> Fucking Daryl. <laughs> like, you'd have that point, wouldn't you, where it's like, no, someone's fucking with me. Yeah. They've, so it's a tri- they've moved them. It's a trick. It's a hazing ritual. Yeah, pretty much. They've put them in another enclosure, not told yeah, me. Yeah, not told me. You go feed the lions. Yeah. Where are the lions? Yeah, so that'd be when, like, you walk out and you'd be like, yeah, well yeah, done, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he did there, mate. There was like fucking Teddy's fucking. What's he gone about? Don't Getting know. on, Daryl. Oh, <laughs> you dickhead. Yeah, bloody Richard. Yep, you guys are funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can You know what? You you got me. Yeah, Bazinga. just for a minute. Yep, and there was like, what the fuck's going on with Teddy? I don't I know. know. Yeah. He's, I mean, I think he's on something. I think he drinks heavily. I don't know. There's <laughs> something really weird. So, for those people who don't know, uh, <laughs> five lions escaped the enclosure at Taronga oh, Park Zoo. There you go. Sitting right there in front of me. Called the cops. Called the popo. Dropped a dime. It would imagine, be. Imagine being the triple A responder. Um, yes, we'd like to call an emergency. What's the nature of emergency? Who would you like? Fire, ambulance, police. <laughs> Fucking all of them. <laughs> all of them. Have you got Steve Irwin's son? <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, if you watch the the new Planet of the Apes movies. I have so seen like them, Dawn yeah. Dawn of the Planet yeah, of the yeah. Apes and Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Phenomenal movies. Great movies. That's all about the apes gaining extra intelligence mm. and eventually- Taking over the earth and the the humans then become the slaves and the the minions and the apes then become the intelligent species and take over in that respect. Uh-huh. That started pretty much in those movies from mm. an enclosure. Yes, like that was where the uprising kicked in. Oh, well, I know yeah. there's a bit of backstory that led up to that. Yes, uh, but that's where it kind of comes along because you got um, I can't remember the main Caesar. Caesar was yeah. A- um, he actually in- gets all the other apes with the same um, medicine. Yeah, the moo juice, whatever it is, and blah blah. And they gain intelligence and they leave and mm. head out to the forest. I wonder if there's a process within this in this guy's brain or guy girl whoever found that the lines are missing mm. suddenly went fuck. This is like Planet of the Apes except with lions. I'd hope it would be more like Madagascar <laughs> than what it would Planet of the Apes. Because at least in Madagascar, the lion just dances. Yeah, look, it's you haven't seen Madagascar. No, I haven't. But that uh, sounds more fun. <laughs> it's uh, it's animated for than, a start than, than taking over <sighs> the planet. Correct. Mm. A lot less scarier. Because imagine if it, you're cruising along. I don't know, going to work. Mm. In, in so what's wrong? It wasn't South yeah, South. Taronga Park Zoo. Yeah, so that Taronga, that's Sydney, Sydney isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So you're going to along to work in Sydney. Along and then out of nowhere, suddenly a lion just walks past you. <laughs> and you'd be like, the fuck happened there? different. What's going on? And then I wonder if you'd actually have that moment. Would you be terrified as fuck and just run? Or would you have that moment of, I were? <laughs> the first thing I think I would hear is, as my windows went up. <laughs> like, that's it. But it's-, it's Someone like, walks past saying, and now we have a lion in the wild. <laughs> it's David Attenborough. <laughs> As we can see, they love to commingle around Sydney Harbour Bridge. And look at, and look at the people in the suits. They love those. They, they stand out like bright little sparkles, and the lions are ready to pounce. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's the funny thing, like where people get there, and Americans, for example, big shout out to the Americans, think that uh, we have nothing but kangaroos everywhere in Australia. Mm. And at some point in time, people were like, fucking no, we don't. 
and then we it was must have been a decade or so ago. Three kangaroos got loose from the bush or somewhere, yep. and were found on Sydney, Sydney Harbour yeah, Bridge. Yeah, no, I remember that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, yeah. fucking, we do have kangaroos yeah. everywhere. Then oh, no, it's like it was that moment, wasn't so. Oh, for fuck's sake, sake. of <laughs> all the times. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine. I don't think they actually left the zoo though. No. No, I think they, they were they, still. They left their enclosure, but yeah. were still in the um, in the zoo itself. Yeah, and as I said to, I, I can't remember what I was talking to about it. Uh, it's not like they were straight off, you know, the Serengeti. Like <laughs> these aren't these aren't wild lions. No, having just trapped them. Yeah, yeah. These are potentially lifers. They may have been Ooh, born, lifers. Well, they may have been born in a zoo. Yeah, it's or, very true. Or whatever, and they're there. Whether or not you agree with animals held in zoos, that's a fucking different argument. Don't jump on my dick about it. Um, but, you know, that's these animals are not domesticated, but they are certainly familiar with people and don't see all people as food. They might, but they don't sure. see all of them as food. If you're the kind of person that has a problem with an animal being in a cage, mm. but you don't mind people working in call centres, mm. you're an arsehole. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I tell, and I've worked in some call centres. Fuck. I reckon the cage sounds good, doesn't it? Oh, it doesn't. Mind <laughs> you, of all the call centres, because I've worked I worked at, at a couple of call centres, my wife's first call centre job I think was the hardest. So this was before we got married. She moved to Sydney and was the studying singing and stuff like that. And so she got a part-time job to basically help live, mm-hmm. pay for stupid things like food and rent. Mm-hmm. Um and she got a job getting donations, right? Ringing up people on the phone, asking them to donate for prostate cancer. Right, so you're not even getting anything for it. You get nothing other than a warm, fuzzy feeling. Money. Yep. And the amount of older women who picked up the phone and went, no, let the fuckers die. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Amy had a couple. Okay. Why the fuck would I care about these old men and their prostates? Really? <laughs> so... You know, come on, we're just a, a lovely species, aren't we? Aren't we? Well, it comes down to you know maybe those old fuckers with prostate cancer may have caused some more issues than what they <laughs> maybe. Anyway, Don't fellas, know. go get your prostate checked. Yeah, I'm nearly there. Yeah, because the five O's when you meant to get the hopper water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be careful that poo monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did have a worry on animals, though. Yes. Um, Speak. I, I did have another animal. It's not an animal. It's a bird. Mm. Another bird story. Oh, I still classify birds as animals. Because I thought, I just thought this was fucking cool. Mm. Just, right. Uh, so this happened, I think it was a week or more ago. Sure. Um, it was, um, I, I'm assuming it's pronounced Godwit. G O D W I T. It's Godwit. 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 Ooh, Godwit. 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 We'll go with that. Is Godwit from the United Kingdom? Uh, no. It's oh. a bar-tailed Godwit. Oh. And the bar-tailed Godwit <laughs> prances around. So so what they've done is they've actually they've tagged a few of these Godwits. Because they- That's they, the mating call of the bar-tailed Godwit. Is it really? Well, I didn't realise you are up with them. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm a twitcher from way back, mate. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Me and Bill Oddie in a hide together. <laughs> Could see that. So uh, these goblets, yes. um, they normally do a trek, which a lot of birds do. <laughs> Put on a backpack. 
with the overland. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just put on their backpack. <laughs> so these dudes, these little birds, yes. they're pretty fucking awesome. Mm. They come from Alaska to Tasmania. Oh yeah, I've seen this one. Just, just broke the world record. World fucking record. And roadies, if you wonder how the fuck can you track whether or not a bird has broken the world record, tell them. Tell them how they tracked it. This is insane. Well, basically what they've done, it's, a, it's just a tagged bird. Mm, yeah. So they've been trying to work out the migration of the birds and all the rest of it. Of course. So, And they'd actually done one before. So this bird actually beat the last record. Mm. Um, but the distance is the most fucking phenomenal thing. Yeah. But the time as well. like Yeah, 13 and a half thousand kilometres non-stop. And the thing is, here's the thing that gets me the non-stop. most. Non-stop. It's come from the Great White North in Canada. Yep. To the subtropical island paradise that is Tasmania. Yep. Now, if you draw a straight line between both of those locations, there's a fuck ton of water. Yeah. It's not like if they went from... A similar distance, which would be Canada to maybe the bottom of Chile, which would still be still closer, where they've got a lot of land where they can land, funny enough. Yep. <laughs> um, like, you've maybe got a layover in Hawaii if you're doing that trip, maybe through Tonga. If you're lucky, <laughs> swing past New Zealand and have a bit of a respite. But Well, there the probably most- is. There would be some tiny little islands in the middle of the I ocean. I suppose they need a rock. But there are some little ones there somewhere. Where this, no this, people are. This dude didn't stop. Atolls, maybe. But, but this dude didn't stop. Kept going. Kept going. All the way, non-stop. The thing all is, the it was all downhill. Was it? Yeah, north to south, uh, mate. Everyone knows it's downhill. But the amazing thing, this is the thing that blew my mind. It's not the fact that he travelled for 13,500 kilometres non-stop. Mm. That's not the amazing thing. It's not the fact that he broke the world record. <laughs> That's not the amazing thing. Did the good people at Guinness, were they there? I reckon they were. <laughs> but uh, what it is, though... They actually said, so the Goldwits, they can't land on water. Yeah, that's the, that's the fucking amazing yeah. thing. So it doesn't have webbing in its feet. So if it lands on water, it, it can't sinks. actually fly off again. It sinks. It can't stay there. It can't swim. Yeah. So not only that was my is whole it traveling point of the all this Pacific. Yeah. It's like, it's of all the things you would do, you're a bird that can't land on water. And you fly traveling over water. Perhaps the biggest water. Maybe it shouldn't be a Godwit. Maybe it should be yeah, a dimwit. Fuckwit. Like, that's just dumb. Because what happens if you're halfway and you just go, oh, Can't be asked. fuck, I just need a break. Yeah, like just need a, a break. Oh, fucking done. I knew I should have had that bloody um, that banana for breakfast. Yeah. You know, just to give me <laughs> a, little bit of, a little bit of sustenance or whatever. Just, I'm just, I'm not in it today. I'm just, I'm not there. But at what you know, point in time do you get a cramp in your wing and you go, fuck, where's the nearest atoll? I need to land. Yeah, just land on something. <laughs> yeah, something. I mm. don't care. Or here's the thing, right? Do you think- Drone landing? <laughs> well, no, okay, right. So most migratory birds don't do mm. it by themselves. True. Right, there's probably- It's not a solo gig, it's most, not, it's normally. Not, exactly. They're not Amelia Earhart. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing it with other other birds. So you reckon maybe- 5,000 f- kilometres in, you're like, fuck, am I going the right way? <laughs> exactly. Should have taken a left at Albuquerque. Um, so maybe they're with another flock, part of a flock, right? Mm. And the first one does all the heavy- It's it's like the peloton chasing down the leaders in the Tour de France. Yep. Where the guy at the front, or the two or three at the front, are taking most of the wind resistance, and it's- or they they scientifically science Troy, um, 
30% less resistance for the people who are flying yeah, behind. So they've got energy still in reserve. They've got a bit of energy. So they have the guy at the front of the peloton. He does all the heavy lifting. And then all of a sudden he goes, fuck, I'm knackered. So maybe he lifts up. Do you reckon he gets to land on the back and just have a bit of a oh. a break, a bit of a breather okay. on one of the other birds? Maybe. The old two-bird flying trick. You know, so when you normally when you see the birds, the flying, and they've like got the arrow. The flying V. Yeah, the flying V. Yeah. Yes. So they do that. And um, in most cases, there's normally more birds on one side or the other. Do you know the reason for that? Tell me. It's just more birds on that side. <laughs> got nothing to do with them working out aerodynamics and wind flow. That's just where the numbers work out. One, two, three, four. Okay, all the odd numbers to the left, all the even numbers to the right. Where the fuck are you guys going? The pub? I'll fucking go anyway. (laughs) Catch up later. So there's a single line of the odd numbers and there's an uneven arrow flying in the rest of it. How? What was the time though? What, how long was it? It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. Um, I did read it somewhere. Uh, Eleven days. Eleven days. Eleven days nonstop. And it works out to be something like forty kilometers an hour, doesn't it? Yeah. And they also said that it would have lost half its actual body, body weight. weight in that trip as well. well. As you fucking would. Well, you're not stopping for a snack. No. Like you're just going. Well, you're not an amphibious bird, so you can't <laughs> fly down and pick up a marlin or something. No. There's you, no mackers. No. Can't do that. No chips. No, nothing. You, like I said, you might get Hawaii, Tonga, an atoll every now and then, and if you swing past New Zealand, North Island, you're fine, but you're not getting a lot of food. I just, I love the fact that they'd track, like they'd tag this bird. I didn't know, though, whether or not it was uh, a GPS Track tagged bird, or whether or not it was just tagged and they'd registered at one location and then they saw them and then they registered that tag at the other location. Because if they've got a GPS tag on them, they're carrying an extra, what, 200 grams? Yeah, they're actually saying that the tech, it's actually really tiny. So okay. it allows it to not affect the migratory standards that they normally have. Well, maybe, but I mean, it's- maybe it was supposed to go to Chile, but it was tagged on its right wing and and it just took them off off task well, they weren't con- supposed to go to tag. I'm actually a bit more concerned that I mean as soon as they obviously I'm assuming would have been maybe on the league yep that's tagged now they've gone all this way and then when their parole officer comes to find they're not there <laughs> that's going to be some Ant-Man shit to pay <laughs> Well, that's pretty fucking amazing. And I know. Well, look, I, I got- never ever thought mm. on this podcast when we started it mm. that I'd be raving about the awesomeness of Godwitz. Just didn't Happy think it'd happen. That could be your spirit animal, mate. A <laughs> Godwit. Godwit. Maybe that's your next tattoo. Just a, a Godwit in flight. Maybe. He's hoping. Afternoon delight. <laughs> Skyrockets. Godwin's in flight. Afternoon delight. Yeah, fair enough. I get it. Uh, well, Rodius, it's been an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. Um, if you like us, like and subscribe. Go you do to that. Spotify or. Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you get your bad podcasts. Um, It really does help us out, kind of lets us know whether or not people are enjoying it and all that kind of stuff, or hit us up on the socials. That'd be really good too. I'd I'd appreciate it. I know you would. Yeah. Because you're an appreciative kind of guy. I am, I (laughs) am. Anyway, on that, I am Joe. I'm the poo monster. (laughs) (laughs) And we are the South Road Boys. (laughs) Poo monster.